It's about you, your health, your family, and your community. This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And good morning. Hope you're having a great weekend. Welcome to another edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, for more information on the show, you can like us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now, like us there now, and you can actually join the conversation there as well. In addition, you can listen to the show anytime you like. Just go to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. This morning, we introduce you to some amazing people from the world of sports and everyday life who are defying the odds and doing amazing things despite their disabilities. We begin this morning with blind Paralympian Lex Gillette. Lex is a world record holder in the long jump, 2017 world champion gold medalist, and 2016 Rio Paralympic silver medalist. It's our pleasure to welcome Lex Gillette to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Lex. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. So let's start at the beginning. Now, I understand that you started to lose your sight right around the age of eight. Tell me what happened. Uh, I grew up in Raleigh, North Carolina, and, and I remember coming home from school. It was a normal day. I went to went to school, came home that evening as I was I was sitting inside of the bathtub, taking a bath, getting ready for bed. I started noticing that my sight was blurred for no reason at all. So I remember looking into my looking at my hands and noticing that they were like like kind of cloudy looking, and and started looking at my the light in the bathroom and noticed that the light fixture was looking uh, a lot blurrier than I was expecting and got out of the tub, hopped onto the bathroom counter, looked into the mirror and, and really knew something was wrong because it was, it was difficult for me to see the reflection in the glass. And I understand that you underwent 10 surgeries to try to correct this issue. Tell us what the problem was. I had, I suffered from recurrent retina detachments. Mm-hmm. You know, I had one, and I had an operation to get that fixed, and I was able to see for about three or four weeks. After that time, the same problem happened again, so we had to go in and have a second operation. I was able to see well again for another three or four weeks. After that, the same problem happened again, and so that that led to a string of 10 operations that I had when I was eight years old. And the doctors, they weren't able to give me any sort of reason as to why I was having retina detachments. Um, I mean, I was an eight-year-old boy at the time, so I can't really think of anything traumatic or any you know accident that I had that would that would cause the the retina to jar loose. And Lex, one of the more interesting things about you and your story is that your mom is legally blind. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom has glaucoma, so she has been living with glaucoma for I want to say since she was a teenager. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I, I know, I know that that really helped me out a lot. And my mom was never someone that I saw as you know lacking you know any ability. Uh, she was she was working. She was doing everything that she needed to do. She was providing for me. You know, she was a really great example of of being able to go out in the world and and make it happen. Okay, so let's back up here. So let's go back to the fact that you were eight years old. You lost your sight. What was that like for you emotionally? And let's talk about the impact because you actually had to relearn a lot of things. You had to learn how to read in Braille. You had to learn how to use a cane. What was that like for you? And what was that like for you emotionally as well? Learning Braille and, and using a cane, that 
that definitely presented its challenges. You go from reading books with with your eyesight to learn the Braille code. I will say, since my sight had decreased tremendously, um, you know, when you're in a position where you're forced to learn something, I mean, you, you kind of got to buckle up and, and, and make it happen. I think that, that kids are very resilient kids are able to bounce back and they they figure things out you know at at eight nine years old i was in that position where i had to turn the page and figure out what was next having my mom by my side and having her in my corner really helped helped me in that uh in that regard so uh, learning braille it took me about a year and a half to learn everything learning how to use the cane that was challenging at nine, ten years old, I don't know, it just sounds weird. Like, oh, I'm using a cane. It, you know, it kind of, you know, you kind of think of a cane as you know, something that someone older uses. But, um, you know, I had to get over that. I had to figure out and learn that if I want to navigate around the world, then you know, this is going to be a piece of equipment that's going to help me do so. And uh, emotionally, Socially, the transition was harder because I wasn't able to articulate what was going on with my eyes. I didn't really know what was happening to my eyes. So trying to explain that to my friends, having to tell them that, hey, you know, I'm not able to see this or I can't do this anymore. You know, them asking me, well, you know, can you see this or can you tell me how many fingers I'm holding up? So that that was pretty tough. And then as I began to get to get older and you know go to high school and and college certainly had you know insecurities and things like that in terms of uh like in college you know I'm on my own now and you know, having to speak up for yourself and not knowing you know whether or not people are underestimating you and you know what they're thinking about you et cetera et cetera so um that was challenging but after a while you know I just got to thinking that you know I can, I can go out here and impact um, the world, and I can carve out my space. And I think that, you know, we all have that ability um, as human beings. And, and once I locked into that and really felt as though, uh, you know, I was over the blindness that all of those insecurities had kind of, you know, gone by the wayside, then, you know, I was able to to walk a lot more confidently and and speak and be able to, you know, connect with others and let them know exactly what I needed and what I didn't need. And, yeah, just, you know, really educating others so that they could, you know, help me as much as possible. And again, in case you're just tuning in all morning long, we're celebrating people with disabilities who are doing amazing things. For more information on the show, you can like us on our Facebook page. Visit us at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. you find out about all our guests, including Lex Gillette. He's here this morning to share his inspiring story with us. He lost his sight at the age of eight. He's here this morning to tell us more. Now, Lex, you got involved in track and field, and that really changed your life. Who introduced you to track and field? How did you get involved? I found out about track when I was a freshman in high school. Brian Whitmer was responsible for getting my assignments in Braille and things like that. My mom, she kept me in public school, so he would transcribe those things and and get them in Braille for me. He was also responsible for going with me to PE class, and we had a physical fitness test that we had to participate in one day, and had to do as many push-ups, pull-ups, and sit-ups as you could. And one of the activities was standing long jump. 
and I turned out to be the the best in my class and one of the best in in a you know in the school. So Lex, I coach junior high track and field, so I know the long jump, and it's all about hitting that board, the foul line. How are you able to do that without sight? Yeah, I have I have a guide, and he stands at the takeoff board. He claps and he yells, so that gives me an, an audible reference as to where I need to run and jump from. I remember how many strides I take, run as straight as possible, as fast as possible to the sound of his voice, and at the appropriate stride, I jump. Okay. Now, how confident were you in yourself? You know, you're a young man, you're in high school, you're you're legally blind. They say you can jump. How confident were you that you actually could do this? In the beginning, I wasn't very confident at all. It was it was something that I didn't know my surroundings. I didn't know whether or not I would I would get hurt. And quite honest, you, you know, you you have to put your trust in the hands of someone else. They're the person who can you know physically see, and that was really challenging for me. But you know, eventually. I would say it got to the point where I got to to thinking that all right, well, I can, you know, I can be afraid to trust this person, or um, I started to think about the things that I would be losing or lacking by not trusting him. And uh, Brian Whitmer was he was very he painted this image for me and, and told me that you know like you're a really great jumper, you could potentially represent Team USA at the Paralympics and break records and win medals and, and wear the red, white, and blue. And that was really exciting to me. It, it was it was an image that, you know, I started to believe in that the more that, you know, he spoke about it. Um, you know, I always say that, you know, that he saw the vision and, and he eventually helped me see it within myself. And we continued to work at it. I got a lot more comfortable Um you know, it became second nature, and it was a lot of fun, and you know, my confidence started to skyrocket. Now, at the age of 19, Lex, you won your first Paralympic medal. What was that like for you? That was pretty remarkable. I had my mom in the crowd, my grandmother, Mr. Whitmer, and his wife. They were all in the crowd, and they were able to watch me compete. So being on that, that podium and having that, that silver medal placed around my neck and having the flowers, it all brought it full circle the four people that were in the audience were you know huge pillars in my life and still are huge pillars in my life and um you know to see all of their hard work and all of the time that they invested in me result in a silver medal at the Paralympic Games I, I felt like it was not only an accomplishment for me but an accomplishment you know for all of their hard work and so what is it that you enjoy most about the long jump uh, it's challenging. I love I love a challenge. You know, challenges are the things that really help us become better people, and they or help us to you know kind of push the boundaries. And and um, you know, for me, it's it's being able to to get up and and train five days a week and lift weights and um, you know represent my country and and represent my family. You know, I talk about my mom a lot and Coach Whitmer a lot. I've had so many different individuals in my life who have helped me tremendously so when I roll out of the bed and I have an opportunity to train and compete I, I do it for them I do it for all of those times that that they you know help me you know learn how to rebrill or learn how to use a cane or 
they were helping me to, you know, become a better speaker or just just so many different things that that they did to help me become a, a better individual. And um, you know, again, me being on the track and competing, um, you know, that's my way of thanking them, putting my best foot forward, and being the absolute best person I can be. And again, in case you're just tuning in all morning long, we're celebrating those with disabilities who are doing amazing things. On the phone with me now is Lex Gillette. He is the world record holder in the long jump, the 2017 World Championships gold medalist, and the 2016 Rio Paralympics silver medalist. He's here this morning to share his story. At the age of eight, he lost his sight. Now, Tokyo, Lex, that's the question. 2020, do you plan to participate in the Paralympic Games? Yeah, I'm definitely planning on competing in Tokyo. I'm training right now. We have world championships the latter part of of 2019, so that'll be the last major international track and field competition of this year. I'm getting ready for that, and the ultimate goal is to qualify for Tokyo 2020 and, and bring home gold. All right. So, Lex, what's your message to others with disabilities? What do you say to them? You know, disability or no disability, I have a slogan that that says no need for sight when you have a vision. Mm. And that means that it's not the sight that is the determining factor in our success. It's having that vision and doing everything in your power to turn that vision into reality. So I I would say to the next person that whatever it is that that you see or that you're thinking about, whatever it is that you're dreaming and imagining, go after it. Everything that has ever been created and everything that will be created always starts with a vision. It always starts within yourself. And it's our ability to to have that determination, to have that drive, to, to work hard, to connect with others, to take risks, to put action forward so that you can, you know, turn that into reality. And when I talk about vision, you know, it's not for any single individual person. It's for a group of people. So... You know, there's certain areas where we may be, you know, not as strong, but there's somebody who's beside you. There's somebody who is in arm's reach who has that strength, and you guys can combine your your powers together, and you get other people, and next thing you know, you you have this huge machine. You have this, this engine that's, that's moving, and you're able to achieve way much more than what you would have been able to on your own. So uh, really all about, having that vision, seeing it, and doing everything to make it happen. All right. And on that good advice, we'll leave it there. If our listeners would like to find out more about you, Lex, how can they find out more? Uh, you can go to LexGillette.com, or you can you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, at LexGillette. All right. Thanks, Lex. Thanks for taking time to share your story. Thanks, Rodney. We've been speaking to blind Paralympian Lex Gillette. Coming up next, we introduce you to a local team who is making major moves on the basketball court. His story next as Sunday Morning Magazine continues. More to come. Stay with us.